What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 122 of the Stand Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, the incomparable Zach Jones, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother from the same mother, Lester Jones. Hello, everybody. And, of course, we got the ninth wonder, Chocolate Thunder. He's looking for a mate to punch that prostate, the teeth gritting, keeping his shit in, hankering and begging for a spankering and pegging, the phenomenal A.J. Singh. Yeah, don't believe a word he just said. <laughs> oh, that makes sounds funny. <laughs> Might have to turn it down just a little. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know it's all true. <laughs> I, I don't even know if you guys are brothers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You guys do anything good this week? Got any good stories or things you watched? Man, uh, I did watch a show last night. Just started it. It's a French uh, horror uh, series uh, called Marianne. All I heard was French horror. <laughs> French horror. <laughs> uh, there is an old woman in this show that I, I feel like somebody must have seen her and then made the show around her. <laughs> like she's she so is creepy. creepy. She's, she's so got this creepy. smile. She's just, yeah, she's, she kind of reminds me of, um, what's his name? Uh, my Precious. Uh, Gollum. Oh, Gollum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She looks like him. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, well, the, the show basically what it's about is uh, this this lady, she's a writer, and uh, she has these nightmares, and uh, she writes about them, she sells these best-selling novels, and the nightmares come true, though, and uh, the, one of her characters is named Marianne, and that old lady I'm talking about, well, one of her friends, her mother, uh, starts taking on that persona, and uh, a lot of the stuff that she's dreaming is just coming into reality, and it's, it's her and her friends, like, dealing with that and coming to terms with what's going on. Hmm. Where's that streaming on? Netflix. Well, Netflix. Another foreign. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, I think the, the strategy seems to be working in this sense. Maybe they are making good foreign content, <laughs> or maybe it's cheap. So they. That's yeah, what I'm that, wondering. I think like, it's cheaper too. It is probably cheaper. And like, hey, if it works, though, yeah. I mean, look how big of a hit Squid Games was. Yeah. Uh, what about you over there, Squid? I've been watching uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Speaking of Gollum, uh, I did finish out a. Uh, the uh, the Wednesday series is pretty good. So I started Wednesday. I think I'm about three fourths of the way through. Wednesday, and I do like it a lot. And I saw a headline that apparently like it did big numbers for Netflix. So I imagine yeah, that there's going to be more. Like it's doing pretty good. Slip my mind. I actually watched it too with my sister. She had it on, and I was watching in the background. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not finished quite yet, but it's I'm liking it so far. I do got a question though. So you you ever hear that term Mary Sue? It's like. Um, a female character that seems to have like you know uh, more, I guess I don't know like more power than they should or something. And and I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm sure there's mayor or Billy Sue's as well. There's male <laughs> characters that have this. But I was just like I like it, and I guess you can kind of explain it with her. Like oh, she's an Adams, and she had this weird childhood where she learned all these things. But it's like she. Like she knows karate or kung fu moves, and like it just seems like all these things come up, and she just has extensive, so much extensive knowledge, or like she never comes across anything she doesn't know how to handle. Just yeah, I, I get that like most interesting man in the world vibes from like the Adams family people, you know, like they have these <laughs> intricate, crazy backstories that we can't possibly know. Like they, they just even in their short lives, they've lived these long, you know. It's, yeah, it seems. <laughs> I never really understood like what they're supposed to be i don't i think in this show like you mean ethnicity wise N- well, well no i know like in this show they're all like hispanic yeah but i mean like um just like 
you know, there's werewolves and, oh, this, right. and, and vampires. Yeah. Like, what are the Adams family exactly? Yeah. Like they're always like doing things that should kill normal people, but they like are they immortal? <laughs> yeah, they like use electric powers and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I I mean I imagine I have to believe there's some sort of supernatural quality to the family, but it hasn't been yeah explained at all. Yeah, you know all the other ones are like groups, and they're like <clears throat> you know things you've heard of like vampires, yeah. werewolves, even like the uh, the sirens or whatever. Yeah, and it's just like uh, what are they? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm weird even here. No, <laughs> uh, you watch anything else? Not that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think Wednesday was the only like new thing I watched. Um, I, I did see a uh, a breakdown of a movie called uh, Dogface, and Dogface. Uh, yeah, and the the killer of this movie is a man with a dog face. <laughs> so it's not a mask. It just, literally has a yeah, dog face. Yeah, he just goes around killing people, man. It was an awful movie. It was terrible. <laughs> Completely disjointed. Didn't make any sense, but it was just so stupid that the guy had a dog face, and that was this is so stupid. Uh, What's that comic that your kids read? Isn't there like a dog cop or something? There's oh, yeah. A, yeah, there's a dog man. There's like some like tragedy where like uh, this cop and this dog were both in like this horrible accident. And, like, they were both going to die, but they figured out if they, like, sewed the dog's head on the cop's <laughs> body, like, uh, that, like, he could live. <laughs> <laughs> and so he became Dogman the Cop. Uh, there's too many. Does he, with his, with his, so he's got a dog brain up top. Right? Can he, like, speak in sentences and shit then? Yeah, he still talks. So is he is he the same personality of the cop, the guy, or is he? <laughs> no, I think the cop just just did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the dog took over. Yeah, okay. the dog. Gets the, body. <laughs> the dog. They made the dog a cop just because he had the dog, cop's body. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, and then just like when I got home here, there was a couple trailers that released online that I watched. So Guardians of the Galaxy three had a trailer. Ooh. I watched that. I did not see that. And then Indiana Jones 5. I uh, heard a rumor. But. Had a trailer. The Dial of Destiny is like the subtitle. Huh. I mean, both of them were like kind of teaser trailers. I I couldn't really get a real sense of the story on either of them, but mm. both uh, worth watching. I forgot. It was like either like Cold War or Space Race. Well, they just did the Cold War. Maybe it's Space Well, Race. I think it takes place in like the late 60s, like okay. around this. This trailer didn't really mention like anything like that so i don't know but well actually i thought i heard read a paragraph that said something that there were nazis so maybe it's further back then no i think it is late 60s supposedly oh, but maybe some nazis. nazis survived yeah there's also i mean we still got nazis today nazis so who's, who's gonna be in this movie harrison ford harrison ford as indiana jones and then um phoebe waller bridge um i don't know if you guys ever watched fleabag on amazon prime which is a good show but uh, she's in that um and then they it's probably just a cameo but they had the guy that um oh what's the sala is his name i think you know the the like egyptian guy or whatever oh mo sala i think is he like a is he like also a comedian or something no he's not a comedian is he the one where it's like papers yeah and then he punches yes that guy okay yeah that guy um he was also in that show sliders back in the day sliders wait 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 who is this guy Solo? He was in Sliders? I believe his name is John Reese Davies. John Reese Davies. Is he the the big guy? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. 
And then also, I thought this was weird. So last week, we just had a random conversation about like, you know, what old shows they could do reboots of. Mm-hmm. And you were like, hey, they could do a reboot of Night Court. Yeah. I happened to see like, a, I, I swear to God, I was like, I saw an article that was like, uh, t- you know, 2023, like release date tv release dates and a night court reboot oh, was wow. one of them so they did it already <laughs> that's nuts <laughs> i'll check no, it out <laughs> like i have no idea where it's streaming or, or what the premise is but they're doing it i bet the cast is gonna be terrible yeah well, I, mean, I could see that i mean through. the judge the guy that played the judge died and then like marky post i think died so a lot of them are dead i think john larry cat's still alive is he yeah uh, maybe the guy that played bowl <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but like uh, maybe they're just gonna do a whole new cast or something yeah. i don't know oh yeah i guess you'd be recasting for or maybe, maybe you bring back one of them just as like a cameo or something or a bit part so there's some sort of connective tissue yeah but yeah i just thought that was so strange that <laughs> i was wild. like holy shit they he was re- he called it <laughs> they did it <laughs> And I want to say, like, soon, too, like January or something. (laughs) (laughs) I swear I didn't hear about this. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought that was pretty bizarre. Um, Boy, I guess I I wish I had more small talk stuff. You guys got anything else you can think of? Well, my uh, this is sports, but I just wanted to throw this out there. My Houston Cougars are number one in the country. They're the number one basketball team in the nation right now. Talk to me next week. <laughs> Was there just right one, one game played so far and they won seven and oh seven and oh is it the best start they've ever had? No, but uh, they're they're about to play two really good teams. So if they beat them it'll be the best start they ever had. Mm-hmm. Well guys if you don't have anything else, are you ready to get in into story time? Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. Anyone who hasn't uh, watched or listened, we're going to go around the table. Everyone's going to bring a wacky news story from around the globe, and we'll see if we can't just make something entertaining out of it. And as tradition dictates, AJ, we usually start with you, so what do you got for us? All right, here we go. Let's start off on the other side of the world in India, where rats ate 500 kilograms of marijuana, police claim. <laughs> oh, yeah, didn't Lester reference this last week or Did something? You? What, what, what was well, we rats didn't do ate this. 500 kilograms of marijuana oh, yeah. in India? Yeah, I thought it was India. Yeah. He didn't do this story, but he referenced <laughs> okay, it. Okay, okay. Uh, bizarre as it may sound, the Mathura police have claimed that rats ate up over 500 kilograms of marijuana. According to a report submitted by Mathura police to a Special Narcotic Drugs and Psychotropic Substances Act, uh, 1985 court, rats ate over 500 kilograms of marijuana confiscated and stored in the warehouses of Shergar and Highway Police Stations. Earlier this year, the court has asked Mathura, uh, had asked Mathura police to produce the marijuana recovered in a case registered under the NDPS Act. The additional district judge has ordered SSP Mathura Abhishek Yadav to get rid of the ma- the mice menace and then deliver proof that rats actually consumed 581, 581 kilograms of marijuana worth 6, mi- six million rupees. <laughs> how, how 5,000 rats and they're all high as balls. <laughs> like, how do you give concrete evidence of that? There's like, no way rats ate I, this, man. You got, you, do, <laughs> you got a sweep up all the rat droppings. You, like, take one rat and, like, put him a bu- give him yeah. a bunch of marijuana and be like, how much can this rat eat? This is just one rat. <laughs> Think about all those other. <laughs> you got to give them all TAC testing. Yeah. <laughs> 
let's see. The officials told the judge that sm- mice and rats, though small in size, do not fear the police. The uh, court, <laughs> oh, obviously, the court has also issued five point de- uh, directions for the auction or disposal of weed stored in police warehouses. Wait, the auction? auction? I don't know why it says auction slash disposal. That's interesting. <laughs> I'd go to that auction. <laughs> uh, time-bound action will take uh, will be taken place in compliance with the court orders, said Acting Senior Superintendent of Police Mathura Martand P. Singh, uh, while the Special Public Prosecutor Ranveer Singh said the SHOs of Shergar and Highway Police Stations have claimed that 581 kilograms of weed stored in warehouses was destroyed by rats. The cops have been finding it impossible to protect substances kept in said storage areas. The court has ordered the police to to produce evidence regarding the claim and set November 26th as the next hearing date. In May 2020, three men smuggling weed in a truck were arrested in Mathura. The truck was intercepted near Jatwari village in the Shergar area and 386 kilograms of weed hidden in the millet bags was discovered in the vehicle. Uh, the three accused were booked under the NDPS Act and sent to judicial custody. The court has ordered the police to produce weed recovered in the case. A similar case happened in 2021 where cops at Edda's District Kotwali Dehat uh, police station claimed that rodents consumed over 1,400 cartons of seized liquor <laughs> worth 3.5 million rupees. Additionally, man, you know, rats in <laughs> India are just getting fucked these up. Rats, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might be laundering money too, maybe. <laughs> uh, additional uh, Director General ADG of Police, uh, Rajiv Krishna, has had talked to IPS officer from Aligarh to probe the matter. Uh, an FIR was registered against Station House uh, of Officer Indishpal Singh and Head Clerk Rasal Singh after preliminary inquiry revealed that the policeman had sold the seized liquor to gangster Bantu Yadav. So at least that case was solved. <laughs> I think this one will get solved too. <laughs> and I think we're going to find out the rats, the rats were innocent the whole time. <laughs> that is so silly, man. <laughs> uh, police, they're just like us. <laughs> it would be funny, though, if you went there and you just see all these stoned rats on the street. Right? They're, like, they're all just belly up. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, man? <laughs> Uh, from stoned rats to manifesto round one. All right, here's a case I'm going to be following closely. 17-year-old boy from Missouri has launched a civil lawsuit against his parents for naming him Gaylord. (laughs) (laughs) A name that has allegedly caused him to suffer from a lot of mockeries and even serious bullying. Yeah, that's messed up, though. That is messed up. So we've got a couple quotes from this kid. Uh, Apparently this has happened to him uh, during his life. He's like, couldn't you name me Hitler like those other friends? (laughs) So he's suing for uh, $250,000, so there's some money in this family. But, uh, he should have tried for more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's a quote. They told me several times that I was an accident and that I had ruined their life. When he was drunk, my father even admitted that they had named him, named me like that in order to ruin my life like I had ruined theirs. <laughs> Are you my, sure this ain't a fake news story? It sounds too good to be true. <laughs> yeah. My life is miserable. I can't wait until I turn 18. I get the right to change my name without my parents' consent. So, uh, yeah. I, parents of the Year Award. Yeah, I've heard. It'd be parents. funny if he changed it to something that was inadvertently worse. <laughs> <laughs> he picked something French. <laughs> He's like, "This sounds fancy." <laughs> then <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, Gaylord's a, that's a tough name, man. Gaylord's, yeah. Yeah, that is rough. What do you think his middle name is? He couldn't even go that route? <laughs> <laughs> Gaylord Pillow Biter. <laughs> There's no way his dad told him that. I mean, like... That's some, t- uh, you know, there's some bad parents out there. I don't know, but that is it's rough. True. There are some bad ones. Yeah. I've heard of women named gay. Like, I think actually my first grade teacher was a woman named gay. Gay. <laughs> kind of goes with Gail, I guess. Gay. Yeah. Yeah. I knew one old lady named gay. I never met a woman named gay. Never met anybody named Gaylord or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gaylord went down the tubes at some point. Yeah. There are streets still named Gaylord, though. <laughs> you want to go down Gaylord Avenue? <laughs> yeah, terrible. Um, well, AJ, you had a story about uh, rats eating uh, marijuana. I got a story about monks doing meth. That's <laughs> mm. <laughs> how blurb about this. Yeah. <laughs> There's a certain humble serenity to the life of a Buddhist monk. You spend your days doing simple work, contemplating the consciousness, quietly meditating, oh, and doing copious amounts of meth. Apparently, even pious monks aren't beyond having earthly vices. At least that's if a recent outlandish incident from Thailand is anything to go by. A small local temple in the... Jeez. Fact. Kaboon province of north central Thailand. I'm sure, you that nailed that. Right. <laughs> is now deserted. All of its monks have been kicked out because they got busted for doing meth. Boonler Thin Tapthai, a local district official, told the news agency AFP that police officers forced the temple's abbot and four monks to take drug tests on November 28th. We couldn't find reports on why the drug tests were necessary, but clearly there were some serious suspicions if the cops thought them appropriate. As it turns out, the suspicions may have proven correct. Urine samples from every last one of the monks and the abbot showed that they had expanded their minds with meth in addition to meditation. Expand. Uh, Following the drug test, all of the monks have been defrocked. That's to say they've had to relinquish the uh, distinct orange robes Buddhist monks are famous for. Consequently, they uh, lost their status as holy men. These now unholy men also got promptly ferried off to a rehab facility to kick their drug habit. Not only is the drug bust at the temple an embarrassment for Thailand's Buddhist establishment, it also puts the local faithful in a difficult position. The temple is now empty of monks and nearby villagers are concerned they cannot do any merit-making, explained Boonlert. <laughs> Don't give them any money. They're just going to do meth. <laughs> merit-making merit is an important Buddhist practice in rural Thailand. It involves residents donating gifts, most often food, to local temples and monks. By doing so, they're generating good karma for themselves, which result in a merit, a beneficial force that brings fortune, uh, fortune and positivity. The locals aren't doing this just for themselves, though, as according to Buddhist practices, your merit is shared with deceased loved ones. As such, the living are able to help their dead relatives free themselves from the Buddhist cycle of eternal rebirth and reach enlightenment. Needless to say, it's kind of a big deal. But with the temple now empty, locals have no one to help them build merit. Boonler said authorities are aware of the situation and uh, would transfer new monks to the temple. We can only hope that the new monks will behave better than the previous ones. Apparently, misbehaving monks are a common problem in Thailand. Monks committing crimes is often reported in Thai media outlets, but isn't a recent social uh, trend. 
Katawadi Kula Bakau, a Thai Buddhism politics scholar uh, and former visiting fellow at Singapore's Institute of Southeast Asian Studies, told Vice World News, uh, reports of monks getting arrested for money laundering, drug and alcohol abuse, sexual assault, drug trafficking, and even murder have become a weekly tradition in the country. For example, in March 2022, Luang Pu Chai, a monk famous for his claims of omniscience, was stopped while driving drunk. He ran a red light in his pickup truck while carrying dozens of methamphetamine pills. <clears throat> he unsurprisingly lost his robes as a result. In January, another monk had to disrobe after he got caught consuming meth. Not only that, he also sold the drug to local youths. Dang. <laughs> I know, man. Gotta watch they these. got hookers too. <laughs> Apparently, this is like the the sweet gig. You gotta <laughs> figure out how to get into these Buddhist temples. <laughs> uh, they, they bring us food. It's like a frat house. They money to buy meth. Yeah, yeah, they get their free food, and then they yeah. just need to get drugs. Uh, but what is driving all these monks to a life of crime? Uh, the issue is complex, and there's no simple answer. According to Kalubkau, the lax rules governing the life of monks in Thailand is uh, one aspect of the problem. He says that basically anyone can become a monk with very little religious education, and the Buddhist authorities lack the means to root out troublemakers. Um, monastic life in Thailand has long been temporary, so there are chances that youngsters with dubious backgrounds or even criminals get uh, ordained as well, he explained. There are even cases of straight-up violent criminals deciding to become monks to avoid legal consequences. In 2019, a temple abbot was arrested for attempted murder, having fired several gunshots at a crowd uh, 15 years earlier before becoming a monk. This is straight-up Alabama up in these monasteries. <laughs> I know, it really is. <laughs> Another problem is the skyrocketing amounts of meth moving through Thailand. After a military junta overthrew, yeah. overthrew the government... Uh, of neighboring Myanmar, more and more drugs have been pouring into Thai streets. With cheap and abundant meth, less morally scrupulous monks see an opportunity to supplement their livelihoods by selling it. Uh, or they decide that meth is more effective uh, at altering their consciousness than meditation. I mean, I don't know much about Buddhism, but isn't it about, like, kind of like, you know, giving up, like, those pleasures of, and, yeah. and those kind of things? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's like if you're giving, you know, if you're getting the status for free and yeah. food, and if you can switch over from being you, a criminal, yeah, and you can just like walk around selling meth, mm. and then uh, <laughs> I could see the attraction. I guess it it's is low hanging fruit. It is funny though, because you think of, when you think of monks, you think of these like peaceful, very enlightened people, and just like you said, it's like fucking Alabama up in that shit. It's <laughs> they're fucking rednecks. They're doing meth. They're get, they're shooting people. Fucking they're getting, their sisters. Probably <laughs> fucking their sisters. How, how did meth get there? I thought opium was like the big thing in those places. Like I didn't think meth was. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, meth is on the rise. <laughs> they got a fucking Walter White over there. <laughs> <Golly>. <laughs> he, he's the head of their fucking monastery. Meth went from New Mexico to freaking <laughs> all the way over there. Did Thailand. You, yeah. <laughs> did you see that show? Uh, it's like uh, Ricky Gervais in the was it Pink? What's his name? Pinkerton. Pink oh, oh yeah, I know who you're talking. And, uh, an idiot abroad. An idiot it. abroad, right? That's <laughs> and he goes to this monastery, 
And he's like sitting there, he's talking to a guy, and this other monk kind of comes up behind him from out of nowhere and just starts beating the shit out of him with a stick. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they used to treat that guy like crap. They and he was also like, like a dummy, too. too. He was a dummy, but he got treated like crap. <laughs> <laughs> there was two worlds going on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, what? What the fuck is this monk just kicking the shit out of this guy? The monk didn't give a reason. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he even spoke English or anybody. You know, just... Buddhism says that life is suffering. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta bring a little more suffering into the world. You're not living. <laughs> Let me help you. <laughs> That's what the meth is for. More suffering. Oh <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> Maybe that guy was all methed up. <laughs> that I could that, be. Yeah. He was high on meth. And he's like just attacking. He's people. like you're not. You're not getting my meth. <laughs> you're here for my meth. The white devil <laughs> stealing all the meth. All right, AJ, story number two. All right. Well, normally we talk about Florida, man, but I got some headlines here from Texas that I thought I'd like to share with you guys. So okay. uh, let's go over these. Your home state of Texas. Yep, I'm from here, so <laughs> let's let's share some of that Florida love with Texas, huh? <laughs> I know what kind of people live there. A sci-fair teacher was charged with child endangerment after she reportedly put her COVID-19 positive son in the trunk of her car to prevent being exposed to the virus. That's just good parenting. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do, right? Harris County constables... (laughs) That's what Fauci told us to do. (laughs) Harris County constables arrested a man who they said was driving a truck with a lit barbecue pit in its bed that had created a large fire. (laughs) He was probably selling meat to people. (laughs) He was driving He likes to roll up on a site with uh, his food all cooked, ready to go. Well, Constable said the man, uh, was he failed a sobriety test, and they also found cocaine on him. <laughs> so he was just all over the place. Uh, deputies arrested a woman after she allegedly attempted to buy a mother's one-year-old son at the self-checkout section of a Walmart location in Crockett. She offered the mother 500000 in cash. I mean, that's... That's a lot of money, and you're buying kids. Like, yeah. is that a lucrative industry? Is that what's going on there? It's horrible. Uh, next, when a man fired a gun inside a Highland Village sushi restaurant, a UFC fighter and his friend rushed him and wrestled the gun away. <laughs> what is going on? Man? Dash cam video caught the moment a driver leapt from a big rig as it fell from an overpass following collision in Pasadena, Texas. Oh, yeah. I actually had an article about that, too. I I never – it was one I didn't use, but (laughs) – Texas, uh, you know, it's got some Florida qualities. (laughs) A man who allegedly stole a forklift led Harris County deputies on a slow speed chase down the Hardy Toll Road. A homeowners association in Cyprus filed a $250,000 lawsuit against a couple who had been feeding ducks near their home. Neighbors complained the ducks were destroying their property. (laughs) Hey, isn't Cyprus where you live specifically? I remember the Hardy Toll Road. (laughs) (laughs) It was right by you guys. (laughs) A woman boarded a stranger's 52-foot yacht in Galveston, took it on a joyride, docked it on the other side of Offutt's Bayou where police arrested her and reportedly found four grams of drugs on her purse. Person. 
A woman in Oklahoma learned that she was the missing baby Holly from a Harris County crime scene where her par- biological parents were murdered 40 years earlier. Oh, that's a lifetime movie in the making. That's nuts. Yeah, that is a movie for sure. <laughs> An emu led Houston police on a low-speed trot. Yes, you read that correctly. In the Greenspoint area before the bird was taken into custody and reportedly returned to its rightful owner. A Houston musician who rapped about robbery was arrested in Tennessee after police said he robbed an ATM. <laughs> hey, you write what you know. <laughs> yeah. I rob ATMs. I take my truck. I'm going to rob that ATM. <laughs> <laughs> 154 Avenue B. I was going to say, yeah. He's like, 625 PM. Fuck the police. You'll never get me. <laughs> if I'm running late, I'll drive up in my red SUV. <laughs> <laughs> License plate number <laughs> six two three. <laughs> oh man! A Houston man claimed uh, his six-month-old baby was in the backseat of a stolen vehicle to get a quicker police response. Law enforcement said when the baby's grandmother saw the report, she reported to the police that she had the child and it was in her care. The child's father was charged with filing a police re- false police report. A man filed a lawsuit against Texas Pete Hot Sauce after he learned the product is not actually produced in texas that reminds me of those old el paso commercials remember like they call him cuban pete remember they'd be like Uh, made new york city new york city yeah yeah, i remember that (laughs) they'd be sitting next to a campfire (laughs) a houston area woman reported she was hospitalized after handling a napkin left on her car door that's crazy a Katie woman attempted a to, attempted to smuggle a spider monkey across the border. She fled an immigration checkpoint when Canadian border police officers found the monkey during a secondary search of her vehicle. Mm. A 33-year-old Houston man is charged with aggravated assault, accused of chucking a can of White Claw at Senator Ted Cruz uh, <laughs> during the Houston Astros victory parade. He's pardoned. <laughs> uh, his defense is that he was actually trying to throw the beer to Mr. Cruz so he could drink it. <laughs> I love that. I didn't know he couldn't catch. <laughs> yeah, that's on him. <laughs> uh, Chompers the Python sent would-be thieves running during a botched robbery attempt in which which they tried to steal the python. They tried to steal the python. Scared of the python, they ran away from the python. Yeah, like, what? what? <laughs> no chompers. Like not so good. <laughs> I just, like in the moment, I'm gonna overcome my fear. Yeah. I'm gonna be brave. <laughs> be good, chompers. Don't be a dick. <laughs> You're friendly, snake. <laughs> And it's last, not working. <laughs> and last but not least, a Houston man attempted to fly phones, tobacco, vape pens, and other items into a Beaumont prison on a drone. Pretty good idea, actually. <laughs> Could have worked out. <laughs> so now you know Texas man also exists. So are there websites where we can just get a bunch of these crazy crimes? <laughs> probably, probably each state has a list. I might have to look into this for next week. <laughs> those, some of those are pretty good. Yeah. All right, manifesto round two. Okay, speaking of crimes, uh, in light of uh, vegetarians turning uh, veggies into like meat-ish products, 
Arby's decided oh, to God. turn the table. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> made some meat-based vegetables. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Including a merit. That's right, a meat carrot. And if you look at it, it looks only slightly less appetizing than a real <laughs> carrot. <laughs> what kind of meat is it? It's like sausage. I don't know. It's orange, and it's kind of like – it looks kind of – Greasy and shiny. I'll be honest. I want some of these. Just like, like I'm eating my vegetables. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Doc? So bad for the environment. <laughs> they broke some laws of uh, humanity <laughs> making that thing. <laughs> I want one realistic enough that I can convince a vegetarian to take a bite and be like, ah, you ate an animal. Like, the texture of this is so weird. <laughs> In that one bite you took, five animals. <laughs> you ate the butthole of every animal on the planet. <laughs> That's a hot dog. <laughs> well, Arby's always says they got the meat. <laughs> they got the meat. They're sticking to it. <laughs> Imagine going to Arby's and be like, give me one of those merits. <laughs> give me one of those veggie platters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's all just like this compressed meat, <laughs> like weird forms. Did they have other ones besides the merit? I think that was the main one. I already closed the oh, article. Okay. I guess you could still eat it with like ranch dressing, right? <laughs> same thing as a carrot, right? Make it look the same way. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have the crunch. <laughs> uh, they should do like a corn on the cob somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had this article sitting around for a while, so I'll use it up. Um, this is six people who got stuck in bizarre places. Number one, the rabbit cage mystery. Uh, recently, the cops in Fairlawn, New Jersey, got a call to a senior housing building. The caller said that there was an 86-year-old woman at the home who needed help. When the police got to the building, they probably weren't expecting what they found. The woman was stuck inside a rabbit cage. What makes this case strange is simply the number of an unanswered questions. To begin with, we just couldn't find out how big the cage was. Was it a tiny one-bun cage or a big one housing multiple rabbits? Furthermore, the police couldn't figure out how the woman got uh, in the cage and how long she'd been stuck there. Fortunately, she didn't seem to be injured. The cops took her to a hospital for a checkup, but she seemed mostly fine. I mean, you got to figure it had to be like one of the bigger ones, right? For her <laughs> to even get in there? <laughs> I don't know. Was it for some PETA stunt? <laughs> I think it was just uh, her own rabbit cage in her own place. Um, <laughs> you, just, you get in there like I've made a mistake <laughs> uh, Number two A washing machine and olive oil lube uh, oh, I've seen this porno <laughs> Not only is uh, The place this Australian man Got stuck weird The method they used to get him out Was also pretty strange In 2014 the 20 year old man decided He'd play a little prank on his partner so he stripped off his clothes and got inside their washing machine, ready to jump out. Only he soon realized he wouldn't be doing any jumping. He couldn't even get out. Firefighters, paramedics, and a whole search and rescue team ended up coming to the residence <laughs> to figure out how he got how to get the man out. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Eventually, they decided to lube him. Can look up. at this dumbass. <laughs> yeah, that would be embarrassing. Uh, eventually, they decided to lube him up with olive oil. And what uh, do you know? The slippery man could slide himself free from the washing machine. Uh, it would be fair to say the gentleman was very embarrassed. Uh, said the fire sergeant, uh, Michelle de Arago. <laughs> I mean, that would suck. Like, you're trying to play a prank on someone, but then you get, like, pranked. 
hard. Yeah, it's understandable. I mean, he was he was trying to be funny, just very very Darwin award. Think the, uh, <laughs> the fireman. <laughs> That's a fun day at work. You're just like ah. It's a living. <laughs> I imagine the things they yeah. say. Yeah. Get my lard bucket. <laughs> I'll loop up another retard. <laughs> uh, this next one I, I, I imagine has happened multiple times, but uh, becoming Santa with terrible results. In 2016, a 26-year-old man from Tucson, Arizona, forgot his keys inside his house. Locked outside his home, he was pondering how to get back in. Eventually, he decided that it was uh, if it was good enough for Santa, it was good enough for him. Uh, the man decided to climb down his chim- chimney to get back into the home. He almost made it. His feet were already touching the floor of his fireplace when he realized something horrifying. The bottom of the chimney was much narrower than the top. He couldn't move or even reach for his phone. For the next four hours, the man screamed for help from the chimney. His neighbors finally heard him and called the fire department. They lowered a rope down the chimney and pulled the man out of the death trap. <laughs> Get the olive oil. <laughs> I, so he wasn't dressed as Santa, but I imagine there's been people that tried the actual yeah. Santa Claus thing and got stuck in the past. Oh, it seems like I there was a story of somebody they, they died in the chimney. Well, isn't... I haven't watched Gremlins in a long time, but doesn't the girl in that movie like say that her dad did that? <laughs> Maybe that's I remember something <laughs> anecdotally from Gremlins. I want to say it's like a Gremlins thing, but Maybe. I haven't seen that. In Maybe forever. it's like a uh, like an urban legend kind of. <laughs> uh, next one: alone at the bottom of the sea. Diving down to the bottom of the sea is already scary, but imagine being stuck there with no way to get back up, and your oxygen supply. Uh, fastly running out the nightmare scenario faced uk diver chris lemons in 2012 he was diving at a depth of 300 feet repairing an oil pipe when the positioning system of the ship above the surface failed the ship started drifting away pulling on the pipe feeding oxygen and heat to lemons diving suit the cable got stuck on the oil rig structures and snapped leaving lemons with only five minutes worth of emergency oxygen. Almost 40 minutes later, his colleagues managed to pull lemons off the seafloor. Against all hope, he gasped back to life after only a bit of CPR and hadn't sustained any permanent injuries. I mean, he got pretty lucky then. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. This next one you actually told us about a few weeks ago, but I'll go over it anyway. A slippery bathtub. (laughs) A woman called... Uh, Denshin from Australia was uh, sick with a uh, chest infection in 2017. She'd heard of a DIY remedy where you get into a warm bath and pour coconut oil in the water. So that's what she did. She added some bath salts, took some medicine, lit a few candles, and had a nice long bath. Afterwards, she drained the water and prepared to get out, only to find out that she couldn't. The remnants of the coconut oil had rendered the tub so slippery that Denshin had no hope of standing up. With nothing to grab onto either... Uh, she spent 30 minutes stuck in the bathtub, slipping and sliding around. Finally, she managed to reach a brush. She filled the bath with water again and scrubbed it until uh, enough of the oil had come off uh, for her to stand up. Careful with the home remedies, people. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you put water and oil together, which one rises? The oil rises, right? Yeah, usually oil will float. I think water. so, yeah. yeah. So I would just added water to the tub and then gotten out. Well, it sounded like it was... She- what, did she put oil in the water? Or, <laughs> it could have yeah, been like all that oil. Maybe she put like oil down first and, and like some of it stuck to the bottom and, and didn't rise on top of the water. Or maybe I don't she care. like lathered herself up with oil before she got in. She probably did that too. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, trucking against his will. 
Ben Carpenter, a resident of Paw Paw, Michigan, suffers from muscular dystrophy. As a result, he relies on an electric wheelchair to get to places. But in 2007, he got taken on a ride he never wanted. Carpenter was crossing a street when the light for cross traffic turned green. He happened to be in front of a large semi-truck. The driver couldn't see Carpenter from his seat due to his low wheelchair. So he took off and took Carpenter with him. Uh. The man's chair got stuck on the truck's grill and pushed him along the streets for four miles at speeds reaching 50 miles an hour. Uh, Carpenter most likely survived only because he was firmly strapped to his chair. For the entire ride, the truck driver had no clue Carpenter's chair was stuck to the vehicle. He only became aware of it after two police officers happened to see the situation and stopped the truck. Lucky for Carpenter, he emerged from the ordeal completely unharmed. It was pretty scary, he said, in one of the greatest understatements we've heard in a while. <laughs> I mean... I get the the guys in this big semi truck, but you think you would think he would have felt something? Probably not. Oh, or, apparently not. Um, or he, he, he apparently didn't hear the guy screaming either. <laughs> if he was screaming, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he blasting his radio. He's like, I need a new belt. He's <laughs> 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 got this kind of wheelchair just. Burning fire on his tires. <laughs> I wonder how far he could have taken this guy if there was like you know no other cars around. Yeah, at right. least it wasn't like cross country. Man. He ends the night with the guys. He's like, all right, and the guys like <gasps> after like six hours. Of <laughs> but man, yeah, that's that's crazy. All right. All right, AJ. Yeah, you're going again. Bad news, guys. This is my last story because the other one was my my big load that I was gonna shoot. The big load. <laughs> this one's kind of stupid. There's a, there's a guy dressing up in a gimp suit in England and just doing shit. <laughs> a man in a gimp suit has been terrorizing what? the local. Hmm? <laughs> you, you say just doing stuff. Uh, I just see some guy like going shopping. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he's like, this is my life. I, I'm shopping. I'm covered. No, not normal stuff. He's doing weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes to a freaking Danny's. This is what, I, I wish I could show the people at home, but this is what this guy's doing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> He's just crawling in the grass in a gimp suit. Uh, a man is in a gimp suit. They can never be normal, these people in gimp suits. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving the, the rest of our uh, us gimpers a bad name. <laughs> Has been terrorizing the local community in the in part of North Somerset with one person describing his experience with the man as freaky. The sounds, uh, he, that sounds to be putting it quite mildly, to be quite honest with you. Anyway, the 19-year-old man came into contact with the man in Cleve at just after midnight on Tuesday, stating that the man was unpredictable, flopping on the floor, writhing, and grunting. Now, a man in his 30s has been arrested and bailed on suspicion of causing a public nuisance. Others have reported seeing someone in a similar getup, which includes a black bodysuit and a mask in nearby villages such as Claverham and Yatton uh, back in 2019 and 2021. Of course, the lockdown uh, has been quite tough, but this seems a bit extreme. Honestly, what is going on here? The teenager who reported this latest sighting and took the frankly bizarre photo pictures that we have for this article said, I don't want this guy to be seen as a boogeyman, but this kind of thing, this invisible threat that could be anywhere, well, that's pretty much what he <laughs> But he jumped out and said, boogie, boogie. <laughs> <laughs> it's indirectly causing fear. <laughs> it's not just about the encounter, but the effect it has in waves through, throughout the community. It's quite gut-wrenching. What is This guy is just being silly in a gimp suit. He's not like destroying your community. 
community. The fabric of your community is fine. Uh, the witness, who perhaps obvi- for obvious reasons remains anonymous, uh, said he thought the person was drunk at first before the man took up took a step up from the pavement, arched his body, and flipped onto the ground or flopped onto the ground uh, without putting his hands out to catch himself. Uh, he noticed that the man had blue gloves on and a full body suit, which was covered in muck. His outfit was shiny with some sort of liquid, and he was glistening in the torchlight, and he smelled really earthy. <laughs> After he had gone, you could still smell it. At first, the teenager said he was super scared, and then the absurdity of what just happened set in and a tough a, and tore through the tension uh, a man, uh, and allowed him to laugh about it. Uh, still, they did express some concern that people could physically be psychologically damaged if they were to encounter this strange man. Uh, the man was, who was with a friend at the time said that if he was alone, he might have experienced a, the situation differently, which seems fair to say. Uh, police are keeping an uh, open mind about the intentions of the man and whether the incident is linked to any others. Among the conditions of the arrested man's bail uh, is that he must remain at home between the hours of 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. each night, present him, present himself to a police officer upon request. I mean, this just seems like a this guy's bored. He just goes <laughs> out there and like does the worm <laughs> in a gimp suit, and oh, he's terrorizing a community by doing that. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, you ever wonder like people like that like. Is it nature or nurture that leads someone down that <laughs> that path? A little bit of both. Yeah, it's got it's some some sort of traumatic something must have happened in their life. Uh, yeah. Uh, or that guy that you sometimes show on your mom's house that like goes into the sep- people's septic tanks oh, or whatever. It just maybe yeah. it's a fetish. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be somewhat of a fetish. <laughs> yeah, the whole gimp suit thing. I don't yeah. know. Could be. Um. All right. I guess we're already the, the manifesto again. Last one. Okay, talking about crimes, we're going to uh, sweet, sweet South Dakota. 73-year-old man. He goes, he kills somebody he went to high school with. That's a long grudge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. No so it, it's been since high school. And, like, he's had a life. He's had a career. He's been married for, like, 40 years. <laughs> and, like, he goes and kills this guy that put a jock strap on his head in high school. <laughs> What? Yeah, and he got sentenced to life in prison. He's got to have dementia. He must have just like it must have just came back to. Well, him said he was like he was going to a psychologist and like he'd been depressed most of his life and like uh, it all comes from jockstrap. He, he, yeah. he just couldn't get over it. I guess he just been carrying it around his whole life. You know what? I'm in support of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you've been this hung up for about it, you know maybe this is what you needed to just. Get it off the books. Yeah, I mean, you both live long, happy, long lives, and now it's uh, time to act on those regrets you didn't get yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go to the grave wishing you'd killed somebody. How do you kill the guy? Did he strangle him with a jock strap? <laughs> <laughs> Slingshot with a jockstrap? <laughs> I mean, my first guess would be a gun, because that's my always go-to. I just wondered, like, did he say anything to him? Like, you remember me? <laughs> he must have, like, found him on Facebook and refriended him and everything. <laughs> Keep it in touch. <laughs> the jockstrap killer. <laughs> yeah, rang his doorbell and shot him dead. <laughs> rang his doorbell and shot him, man. He said, are you, are you Norman Johnson? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boom. Shot him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I did not see that go. <laughs> so yeah, if any of you are out there 
Wait, wait, what was that Adam Sandler where he's like, man, I'm glad I called that oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Billy Madison. You, you yeah. might want to make some calls and, you know, you don't know what someone's holding on to. Yeah. <laughs> See, have I ever done anybody wrong? <laughs> man, that really is a grudge, though. Yeah, yeah. that's a long time. That's like you're 70, 60 years. You're 70 years old. You're probably retired. And you're just like, you know what? I'm going to go shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you've been depressed for 60 years, I mean... Do you think he was, like, just smiling at prison the whole night? <laughs> He's like, ah, finally. <laughs> I think once He's he like, got out of his... That's what I needed. Yeah. That's what I needed. Really I'm hit the spot. He should be one of those uh, criminals who becomes a Buddhist monk now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'd probably be a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, yeah, that's crazy. Well, guys, I got one last round of Guess the Etymology. You want to do it? Hopefully we finish before I shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Minding your P's and Q's. I'm guessing this is coming from, like, doing the word blocks, uh, like, printing press. I'm thinking, like, people must have gotten confused with P's and Q's before, and now they just, you know, they had to mind. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, meaning, be careful or behave uh, well and avoid giving offense. Origin. This expression has quite a few theories as to its origin, but our favorite refers to the practice of chalking up a tab of drinks for later payment. The P refers to pints and the Q is quarts. You would do well to correctly tally up the right amount as not to cause offense, especially a customer with a few beers under their belt. Again, there is little to support this theory other than the correct lettering. Uh, but we like it nonetheless. <clears throat> well, that wasn't very helpful because they're like, oh, we have a theory about <laughs> yeah. this one. <laughs> this one sounds good But your guys could have just been just as valid. <laughs> uh, the next one, go bananas. I mean, act like a monkey. Go ape shit. Yeah. Okay, so you think it's like monkey behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning, insane or extremely silly. Origin, the word banana is an inherently funny word. The expression to go bananas has to, no conclusive origin. Man. But it may be linked to... This is a, a great uh, <laughs> lesson on etymology. I know, I know. <laughs> I know why these ones were the last ones in the group. <laughs> uh, but it may be linked to Go Ape, which uh, became popular in the 1950s when monkeys were being launched on rockets and were a popular subject in films and TV. The link between monkeys, bananas, and crazy behavior may have been the catalyst for the popularization of the expression. Bananas have often been central to slapstick comedy in general, with somebody slipping on a banana peel, a timeless classic. Early in the 20th century, people used to say, that's banana oil, when referring to a nonsense, and the expression banana republic was pejoratively used to refer to uh, a chaotic, uh, backward little country that wasn't to be taken seriously. So yeah, you were basically right yeah uh next pleased as punch pleased as punch i like punch i mean i just like the taste of it <laughs> everybody loves punch yeah i'm trying I don't to think i don't think i've had be, punch in forever i don't know why punch would be pleased but uh, <laughs> uh meaning feeling great delight or pride origin a puppet show in the 17th century called punch and judy featured a puppet named punch who killed people and took great joy in doing oh so. <laughs> he, he would feel pleased with himself afterwards oh, this is a good one actually. From which uh, the saying pleased as punch was born that jockstrap guy was pleased as punch. <laughs> <laughs> i never thought of that phrase as being like a person's name yeah punch. 
This next phrase is a phrase I'm not sure I even uh, have heard of. Called on the carpet. I heard of that. Called on the carpet. I don't think I've even heard this expression, let alone where it comes from. On the carpet. Maybe have it's you heard like, called on the carpet? If it's, I mean, if it's older than, uh, it makes me think of Hollywood, so I, I, don't, I can't possibly imagine what that is. Uh, the meaning, being severely reprimanded by someone in authority. Huh. They must have had a carpet before their uh, bench. Origin. Like many idioms, the precise origin of this one is not entirely certain. While nowadays the expression is used to refer to a reprimand originating from the days when a servant was called from their bare-floored quarters to get an ear-bashing from the boss in carpeted opulence, there is an alternate uh, theory to its true origins. The word carpet used to refer to a thick cloth that could be placed anywhere, often on a table. Therefore, on the carpet used to mean that an issue was on the table or up for discussion. Next one. I'm not sure I've really heard this one either. Show a leg. I've heard of break a leg, yeah. but show a leg. Show a leg. That just sounds like sexual harassment. Yeah, it just sounds like back <laughs> in the day. It sounds like if you got like one of those like dresses with the, the, the leg cut up, you show your leg. <laughs> show a little leg. Show me that, them leg, them, them sweet, sweet gams. Uh, meaning, get out of bed or get up. So show a leg means get out of... I've never fucking heard this. I, I mean, I guess if you're like, you know, putting your first leg on the floor, show out leg, of the covers, maybe it makes Sounds sense. like a pervert said that to somebody. Hey, show a leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the origin. Just before the ships were about to leave port, sailors would try to s- sneak in a lady and hide them in their hammock. Before leaving, officers would ask anyone in the hammock to show a leg. No, it was that. If a hairless leg appeared, the woman was asked to leave the ship quickly. <laughs> you got to bring on one of the hairy bitches. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring on a hairy ass chick. Bring on hair, yeah, bring a hairy bitch on with you. <clears throat> okay, this one I've at least heard. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. Okay, uh, I think that's because the f- in olden times like the oldest person in the family would take the bath first and then the youngest would take it last something when they throw out the bath water the youngest is who would be left uh can you imagine having to yeah it's so dirty you can't see him in there you have to (laughs) bathe in other people imagine having to bathe in like five other people's bath water yeah that's disgusting you you have all that soap residue in there it just gets you nice and clean (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what it is (laughs) Uh, meaning discard something valuable along with other things that are undesirable Origin, in the 16th century, most people would bathe only once a year. And even when they did that, the entire family would bathe in the same water. Usually it was men of the house that bathed first, followed by other males, females, and finally babies. At the end of this yearly routine, the water would be so dirty and cloudy that mothers would have to be careful not to throw out their infants with the water. You throw them out because they're all fucking dirty. (laughs) Were they just throwing their infants into the water and just not seeing them after that? (laughs) I mean, if if they're only bathing once a year, couldn't they all do it on different days? (laughs) We only got enough water for once a year for all of us. Dad's year year long ball wash. And stuff. <laughs> you'd actually there's like chunks of flesh floating. In there. <laughs> you'd actually be getting dirtier by yeah. getting in that water than just <laughs> staying out of. Like, don't get in there. <laughs> uh, the next one, no spring chicken. I mean, the chicks are born in the spring, right? Yeah. So you're not they're young, young and fresh. Yeah. Someone who is no longer young, uh, past his prime is the meaning, origin. In New England, farmers would sell their chickens in the spring, and so the young chickens that were born in the springtime would sell better than those who survived during the winter. 
Some farmers would try to sell their older chickens for the same price as spring chickens, which is why the saying no spring chicken came uh, into use to describe someone past their prime. Uh, the next one, by and large. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. Uh, meaning, on the whole, everything considered. Origin, a phrase that is usually used as a synonym for all things considered, originates from the 16th century, where the word large meant uh, that a ship was sailing with the wind at its back. Uh, Meaning uh, the word by meant the opposite, that the ship was sailing into the wind. The mariners used the phrase by and large to refer to sailing in any and all directions relative to the wind. Huh. Yeah, I definitely never knew that one, man. Uh, next, go cold turkey. Why would it be cold in the turkey? I mean, we all know what it means, but cold turkey. Cold turkey sucks. <laughs> maybe it's like that uh, could be it. Yeah, maybe it's like you've been eating extravagant stuff, and now you just you're trying to cut off from that and go cold turkey. Like you're not trying. Oh, to... maybe because like turkey is also bland, so like like you're taking away all the fun, <laughs> the flavor, all the flavor. Uh, meaning to quit something abruptly. Origin, it is believed that during drug withdrawal, the skin of addicts turns hard to the touch, covered with goosebumps, and even translucent, similar to the skin of a plucked turkey. I see, so you turn into the turkey. Interesting, yeah, I would not have guessed that, but that's, that's a good one. Cold, clammy skin. Uh, next one, once in a blue moon. Just means once in a very rare moon. Once in a long time. But yeah, that's what it means, but where does it come from? Uh I don't remember, blue remember what a blue moon was or how many times a blue moon's happened. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing that just they're rare, so yeah. Yeah. meaning very rarely. Origin, this one is rather obvious since a blue moon is an astronomical phenomenon that is visible once every two point seven years. No, I never even no, I never even seen one. No. Even though the moon actually looks more gray than blue, according to NASA, it might appear to be blue when it's uh, affected by volcanic eruptions or forest fires due to the oils and smoke. Hmm. Usually when there's a fire, the, the skies are like orangey. orangey. Yeah. And then I think this is the last one, Jaywalker. Oh, uh, this was, uh, I know the car companies were uh, very, very uh, nervous about people walking on the streets when they were you know, getting these cars on the streets. And uh, they made uh, jaywalking a, a pejorative term and a very bad one. It was like, uh, it, it, it was like, the worst criminal kind of name that you could give somebody. And like, it was to keep people from walking onto the, uh, the road. So does Jamie black? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. But at the time it was considered a very negative term and people were like, Oh, I don't want to be that. So, <laughs> okay. Now some very liberal people are going to try to outlaw the term jaywalking. <laughs> um, let's see. Meaning one who crosses or walks in the street or road unlawfully or without regard for approaching traffic. Origin, jaybirds would often become disoriented in urban areas after flying Mm. in from the forest. Dangers in the city like traffic, for example, would leave them confused and cause erratic behavior. Due to this, people started using the term jaywalker to describe someone walking the streets irresponsibly. I like yours better, though. Mm. You might. Who knows, though? Like they said, like some of these like end up with like multiple origins. Some well, of them just the the bird one makes sense, though. Like uh, they get lost and confused. That's like, true. Yeah. I gotta say, of this bunch, uh, the please this punch one. Yeah, is definitely the one I like. <laughs> Straight up murders people. And he's <laughs> happy with it. <laughs> Well, guys, we, just barely, but we did it. We we made it over the hour mark. Uh, 
Do you guys got anything else, though, you want to add before we wrap this bad boy up and put a bow on it? I got some business to take care of. <laughs> you know what? Let's go 15 minutes. <laughs> Make this podcast interesting. <laughs> no, but uh, seriously, we do thank everybody who's been listening along and, and watching along. We appreciate it very much. Uh, please, if you will, subscribe both to the YouTube channel and to the uh, podcast on your podcast servers of choice. Um, give us, you know, thumbs up, uh, comments, let us know whatever's on your mind. Um, five star reviews and come on over and join us on Twitter. Guys, where can people find you on the Twitter? A name for this too. And that's the number two at unsolicited S U G. And you can of course find me at Zach Jones live. That's Z A C H J O N E S L I V E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week. Please, please, please tune in again next week. Bye guys. Take care. Have a good one.